Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 27, The Logan Spoiler-Free Review. the north south east and west and welcome to another episode of film focus i'm your host the hypersonic 55 and i'm glad you decided to join me for another episode of this podcast where we happen to talk about a variety of different film topics where we're talking about film soundtracks or favorite use of music in film talking about upcoming films with like you know was it uh, you know hopes and fears or pros and cons and stuff we, we cover a good number of things if you are interested in discovering what kind of stuff that we talk about in this podcast just look back through the 26 episodes that we've got up right now the last recent episode that i did was a double review for john wick chapter 2 and the lego batman movie so yeah check that out check out the la la land review or the Godzilla discussion I did last year, or the discussion I did on the Jason Bourne film trilogy before Jason Bourne came around in July. Yeah, we did a number of things. But anyway, um, the reason you are here today, because you want to hear my thoughts about Logan. Yeah, you know, that uh, third Wolverine film. Well, technically, I only count as the second, because that that other one from 2009 doesn't count, because it sucks. But anyway, Logan. I have been looking forward to this film for the longest time. Now, I have to say, I was one of the people that really liked the Wolverine film from 2013. I thought James Mangold and Hugh Jackman and everybody else who was involved in that film created a very interesting and different kind of comic book film. Sure, when it gets to the third act of the film, it pretty much just goes tits up. And there are just a good number of things that... You know, just ruin the overall tone of the film and some of the action and just where they go with the story and some of the like villains in that film is just completely bizarre and stupid. But yeah, the Wolverine at that point in time was probably the best depiction of the character from the comics. It had really solid action sequences, especially when it came to the fight choreography. The violence was really solid and in the unrated version they added more blood and violence and it was really good it was really solid but James Mangold and Hugh Jackman reckoned they could do better so when we had all this marketing coming out for the film with the black and white images and obviously the trailers I was like yo man this film could be insanely different but really kick ass at the same time and after I saw that first trailer I was like mate mate this film has me that Johnny Cash song with like the uh, visual imagery of Logan, I was like, mate, this film is gonna feels like it's gonna get me right in my soul. So uh, with the recent like early reviews coming out saying, oh yeah, Logan is amazing, so different, so fantastic, unlike any superhero film you've ever seen before, I'm like, boy, mate, I'm, I'm gonna have to see that opening night. And so I did with my dad and my sister, and uh, I've had a good few hours now to marinate about like you know my thoughts on the film and. Uh, gonna tell you up front Logan is pretty damn good and I'm gonna tell you why in this review so as per usual I'm gonna go about and talk about the story then characters visual presentation and you know soundtrack and then come up with my conclusion so 
sit back, relax, and we're gonna do this thing. So the story for Logan can be described as the following. In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide away from his past and the world are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by dark forces. And that is pretty much the synopsis of the film without going into the area spoilers. What I really appreciated about this film was how different it was from, you know, what's come before, not only in the X-Men film series, but just in, you know, the superhero genre as a whole. Looking at the film, the way I sort of look at it was it felt like a western mixed in with, like, some thriller-esque elements, and, you know, obviously action. I look at this film the same way I look at The Dark Knight, in the way in which The Dark Knight was mainly a sort of thriller with Batman elements in there, or how Captain America The Winter Soldier was a 70s political thriller just with Captain America and other Marvel characters in there as well. And yeah, but this film takes it one step further. Were it not for the fact that you had characters like Wolverine and Professor X and X-23 in there and like, you know, just verbal mentions of some of the stuff that's happened in the X-Men film series before and, you know, just talk of mutants in general, you wouldn't think you're even watching a superhero film. The film is just so different tonally and from the beginning when you start watching the film you can tell that you're watching something that just isn't in the same conventional realm of basic superhero films. The best way to describe this film is that it's an emotional roller coaster from start to finish. You'll be laughing one minute and be feeling super sad the next, or being really shocked one second and then being super tense later on. The film covers a lot of emotional bases and I love it. It was, it was just really solid. Um, <laughs> I really like the direction in this film and the approach to the story and characters and drama just felt really dark, mature, melancholy and surreal. The film overall just unfolds in a very unexpected way and just when you think you are able to, you know, guess where the film is going, it does pull a few 180s here and there and just introduces a lot of elements to the story that is pretty realistic and pretty dark and again, for a superhero film, it's just unexpected and these guys go to some really intriguing places that makes you think, make you feel and it's just, man, these guys are really good, really smart. So yeah, the story overall is really solid and if I had anything to nitpick about, and I mean the tiniest nitpicks in the world, then I would say there would be probably two main things. One, the story unfolded a little differently than I expected, so when certain elements unfold, I was like, oh, they went in this direction. Not the way I would have liked, but you know, overall, still pretty good. And the other thing would be that the film presents you with a few questions in the story, but there is either never any clarification about it, or there are answers given, but either in a half-answered way or in a vague sense where you would still have to, you know, think about it. You could you could either connect the dots or, you know, just use your own imagination to go about and, like, you know, just create your own thoughts about what this means or what that means and so for me i just would have liked a little bit of clarification on some of the plot elements now i'm not saying that the film can't have an air of mystery about them i like films that do present 
certain ideas and leave you to interpret them as you will but just for this film and some of the plot elements that I can't spoil in this spoiler free review um, it, when you watch it you'll you'll know what I mean and just some of those things could have used a bit of you know extra explanation and I think might have enhanced my experience just a tiny bit more but again as I said before story is really solid so when it comes to the characters they are all really good because the cast acts so well in this film Hey, you know, the performances across the board are really great. So let's start with Hugh Jackman as Logan slash Wolverine. Uh, you, you know that this guy was going to kill it in this role, and he does he does this film justice, he does the character justice, he's great. Jackman has been fantastic in this role for the last 17 bloody years, ever since X-Men back in 2000. And with each film, he's gotten better and they've allowed him to, you know, dive a little deeper into the characters like, you know, was it mythology and mannerisms and got him swearing a little bit more and getting just a little bit more, you know, douchebaggy. Uh, the Wolverine, to me, was one of his best performances as the character, but this film just allows him to dive a little deeper into that sort of comic book-esque character with not only, you know, the physicality, his mannerisms and, you know, the drinking and the swearing and the violence, but also just the psychological, like, you know, is it issues he has to deal with, not only, you know, from the comic book perspective, but also the perspective of this film. This is a Logan that we haven't seen in the films before. This guy has a troubled past. He's at his lowest point. He's in bad shape not healing properly and the lifestyle he's living is hardly ideal but he basically has no choice. This is just a really rough guy just trying to get by and I love Jackman's performance. He just, for me, channeled the core elements of what made Wolverine such an interesting character to me in the comics. Um, he's really endearing um, and while he's not a very likable guy at the same time, you can tell that there is a heart in there and you can understand the man's struggle. And, oh, man, just... Jackman is great. His acting is solid. His physical performance is wonderful. And just the amount of stuff he's able to do with just his facial expressions alone is really solid. And then you have Patrick Stewart's return as Charles Xavier slash Professor X. I've loved this man since I was a child, and I think I'll love him until the end of time because he was great in this film as well. While I've always liked what I've seen from... Patrick Stewart in the Professor Rex role. This film was just a showcase for a totally different side of uh, Professor Rex than we've seen before in the previous films. Um, because of his old age and condition and certain story elements, uh, we get to see a totally different side of the character. One that is very strange but also quite humorous in a lot of ways and uh, also quite hard to watch at times. This role allowed Patrick Stewart to put his talents to good use and show a variety of different things that, again, we just haven't seen from Professor X in the, you know, older side of the X-Men characters, you know, not the James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender side of the X-Men films. And, of course, we also have to talk about Daphne Keene as Laura aka x23 good gravy i don't know where they found this girl you know i don't know where james mangold and the casting people found this girl but she was really good and i'm glad that they found her laura's an interesting character not only because of her origins but also because of her interactions with the other characters she is just a very 
cool, feisty, and crazy kind of person. She doesn't say that much, but she does a lot with facial expressions and, you know, her physical abilities, you know, being a humorous little badass. She also has a lot of, like, you know, quiet and serious moments where her acting shines through as well. And Keen was just really good. I knew that she'd be special, but I didn't expect her to be as good as she was in this film. And can I just say that the core, like, you know, trio of Professor X, Logan, and Laura, they had this wonderful sort of makeshift family going on where, you know, Laura's the daughter, Logan's the dad, and Professor X is the granddad. And just the interaction they have, the rapport, this sort of back and forth that goes on, whether they're like, you know, is it in the good times or the bad times, it is just wonderful to watch. It is gorgeous, hilarious, heartbreaking material, and just as a core, Jackman, Stewart, and Keen have beautiful chemistry. It is just fabulous to watch. Also, Boyd Holbrook was really good as Donald Pierce as well. Holbrook was always physically intimidating, charming, and really cool as the tenacious villain. And Stephen Merchant was also really interesting as Caliban. Now, obviously, Caliban showed up in X-Men Apocalypse briefly, but he didn't really leave that much of an impression on me. Whereas this version of the character had a little bit more of a sizable role. He has some really interesting, like, you know, was it a story details that I won't go into but he also has some really good back and forth material with Logan and Professor X as well and I just liked what like Merchant brought to this film and I also really liked Richard E. Grant's character as well he was also quite memorable and I just liked how his character you know tied into the film again I don't want to bring up any spoilers so I won't tell you who he is but when you see it you'll know and now we move on to the presentation. And my friends, it was really good. Visually, this film was damn good. The cinematography was really, really solid. There was some lovely shots of the landscape, some good angles and tracking shots during some of the action sequences, and just a really lovely use of color during some of the nighttime and sunset sequences. But I seriously have to commend the filmmakers on the action. Holy mackerel, the action was glorious. This film puts that 15 slash R rating to good use as there are people getting messed up left, right and center. When Logan and Laura are involved with their claws, they mess people up in so many different ways. Limbs are lost and people get stabbed in so many different places. Legs, arms, chest, faces, heads, that not, no place on your body is safe when these guys are around, they mess people up in such insane ways and there are also really brutal gunfights, impalements and explosions and it is all handled with such great care, violence and brutality. Um, again, when Laura and uh, Wolverine go to work in this film, it has to be some of the best choreographed action scenes I've seen in the superhero genre for a while now. Just some really cool hand-to-hand -hand combat and just stabbing. And the, the, some of those kills are just some of the best, most filthy and creative stuff I've seen just to date. Like this, it was oh, it was it was gorgeous, <laughs> man. I'm I'm just uh, I'm in a pool of madness over here. I, I can't take it. Um, also, the film score from Marco Beltrami is that how you say his name? Marco Beltrami. I'm I'm gonna go with that. Was also pretty good. 
I enjoyed what he brought to the Wolverine soundtrack from 2013, and this time he happens to bring a fairly impressive, dramatic, and impactful score to this film. The score had a lot of presence, especially during the action sequences. But with all that being said, I felt like some of the instrumentation felt a little too heavy or just strange in parts. There's a use of piano during certain sequences and it just felt a little... I don't know how you, how you'd phrase it. Maybe a little heavy and like you know out of place, but you know that's that's the only criticism I would have had about the film score. And so now I come to the conclusion. What can I say about Logan that I haven't said already? Logan was a pretty dramatic session from start to finish, with a lot of unexpected elements going into the story and character elements. This film works really well in almost every department. The action was so violent and gorgeous and well choreographed and the character moments will stay with you long after the film is over. This film does really well to develop these characters, not only the ones that you've seen from a, you know, the last like 17 years, but also introduce some of these newer characters. And it's just those connections between these people that you really attach to over the course of the film. The quiet moments, they stick with you. The death has meaning, you know, not only for like the core character, but also just people in general. And yeah, this film just isn't your conventional comic book film. It is really solid, really different. But at the same time, it is the Wolverine film that fans have wanted for years. And the way in which you enjoy this film is purely based on two things. One, what kind of comic book fan you are, whether you enjoy the conventional kind of comic book films, or if you become a little, you know, either desensitized or bored of the comic book genre, you want something different. And two, how much you are a fan of the X-Men film series, because obviously this film, in terms of continuity, there is continuity between the films, don't get me wrong, but this is definitely more of a standalone film. And if you try to put the connections between the two films yeah, you know well between like you know Logan and the previous films yeah there are like you know connections but I'm not sure how much you'll enjoy this film's you know connectivity to the previous film so I'm just going to save that see the film I highly recommend it though it's different but is that good kind of different so now I turn it to you ladies and gentlemen what did you think of Logan was it everything you wanted and more did you expect better and yeah, just let me know in the comments section or holler at me where I am philfocus55 on Twitter or at thehypersonic55 on Twitter or holler at me on email where it is thehypersonic555 at gmail.com. Also be sure to go back and check us out on iTunes where we are film focus. Any sort of criticism or like, you know, just lovely comments or ratings that you'd like to give me, five star please, would be really helpful just to increase the visibility of the podcast on iTunes and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, any feedback would just be lovely. So yeah, that will bring another episode of Film Focus to a close. Thank you for listening as always and until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 from Film Focus signing out. Peace! <laughs>